Welcome to Stepping Up with Toy. I'm your host, Toy Step. This is a space to have conversations about all things faith, family, and fitness. Let's create a whole and healthy life together, spiritually, relationally, and physically. Well, hello there. Today is such a special day. Here at Stepping Up a Toy, we talk about all things faith, family, and fitness. And today's special guest covers all three and some. She actually has been one of the biggest fans of the flame that God lit in me for this podcast. And we'll touch a little bit on that in today's episode. But everybody needs a mentor. And my good friend, Donna Johnson, just released, and I say just released because at the time of this recording, it's only been a week and I cannot believe what is already happening with this book. And we're going to talk about that too. But the title of her book is My Mentor Walks on Water, Spirit-Led Mentorship in Every Area of Your Life. We buy books, we take classes, and attend seminars searching for answers to life's toughest questions. But what if the answers are found in the one that created you? In this book, my friend Donna is going to help readers discover how to connect who you are with how God sees you, dig deeper in scripture to know your creator's heart, and how to seek our mentorship, seek out mentorship, and why it matters. Donna has found something that she just can't keep to herself, and it's the truth, and that's something that I kept saying as I read each chapter, and I feel so privileged because I got to read this book a little earlier and even help write reflection questions for each chapter, and every time I would read a chapter, i think, this is my favorite, and then i read another chapter, this is my favorite, and I kept saying to her, It's truth, Donna. It's truth that our world needs now. And so Donna has been one of the most successful and highly respected professionals in direct marketing for decades. She received the prestigious Lifetime Achievement Award for her profession. Whether from stage or in publications, her story has inspired millions. Donna and her husband, Thomas, reside between Wisconsin, Arizona, and Sweden, and have six children and eight grandchildren. Their charity, Spirit Wings Kids, funds orphanages in India and Africa, along with a permaculture farm and soccer academy in Uganda. So I am just so honored and privileged to have you, Donna Johnson, my friend and one of my mentors on our show today. Oh, thank you, Toy. It's so good to be here. And you were such a big part of this book, you and Stacey Woodford helping Mm -hmm. with those reflection and ripple effect questions. So this book can actually be a book club, a book study. Yes, and I am planning on doing that. In fact, uh, in just a few, in a couple of months, we're going to be doing that exact thing. And I, I, as I shared all those wonderful things about you, I also have to just share how I met you. And it was almost two decades ago now. Uh, you were coming to town, so I am in Jupiter, Florida, and we were having an event in West Palm Beach. And you and Rita Davenport, who wrote the forward in your book, and is so precious to both of us, um, you were speaking, and a friend of mine asked me to speak at that event. I was doing an intro for you and some training, because we're both in the same business. And I thought, absolutely not. I didn't know you, but I knew of you and your success. And I thought, there's no way. But she knew of my background with TV and film. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You've got the wrong girl for this. But I did it. And getting to know you, 
then again, I knew of you, your warmth was what was so attractive. And then getting to know you, I got to see even more. There's always a seat for others at your table, Donna. And it's something I've always loved about you, but we've gotten to travel together. We've been at leadership events together and retreats. And then this Bible study that you've led, I've just loved our our ladies in that group and then getting to be your prayer warrior through this. And Your twins, and we were laughing about this before our episode started, (laughs) Liv and Alex actually taught me how to take my first picture on my phone when we were pulling to Lambeau Field for a preseason game. It was pretty awesome. So lots of fun memories with you, Donna. When they were little girls, right? Oh, yes. that is so cute. Yes. It's definitely aging myself because I think it was a flip <laughs> phone, actually. It wasn't even a fancy phone. But the way your book came about is unplanned and really so awesome. Can you tell our listeners more about that and what you feel is God's purpose in all of it? Wow. Okay. Well, I'm not going to give the whole story away because you've got to get the book uh, uh, in paper or audible. In fact, it was so fun doing the narrative myself uh, for the audible book. And, um, it, I was not writing a book and God just literally dropped it. It was, a just a kingdom assignment that he just revealed to me at just in one moment. And I am so, I tell the whole story in the introduction, so you'll have to get the book. And, uh, but it was just, um, it was just a matter of being obedient. Yes. And, you know, I think about that word obedience, and I'm so thankful that you said yes, because I see the difference that this book is already making. Um, And when I think about the book, and this is, again, something we were talking about, and we've talked about as we've been, you know, reading through and preparing favorite chapters. Like I, I I can't even, even tonight I found another as I was going through notes that I'd taken and how I'd marked things up. Like three is a, a, a just such a great resource chapter, chapter. Yes. Wow. Who do you think Jesus is? Chapter yes. three. And it's not an opinion piece toy. It's all documented. It's been theologically edited. It's not an opinion piece. So yeah. So exciting. I, I love that chapter. I, I, I will use it as a resource and have, I was encouraging others with that chapter alone. It's like, wow. And then four, chapter four, just courage, Donna, and your courage and even your story um, about leading that Bible study. I, even if you want to just touch on that, like how you felt, no, not, not me, but that courage to step out of the boat and lead that study. Right. And the whole book is about courage, I believe, because these days people just want to be boat sitters. They're in fear or confusion. And so they huddle in the bottom of the boat. And there were 11 disciples who did that while one walked on water. And so the enemy wants us thinking we're not worthy. The enemy wants us thinking that, oh, have someone else do it. Why me? Who who am I, Lord? And uh, so when I was prompted to lead a Bible study three years ago, I was just, I was rebelling. I was running like, don't, don't give me that assignment. (laughs) I'm not a Bible study leader. And it's just, I woke up to a dream um, in the morning to him telling me that he wanted me to be fishers of people and to Mm. think eternity. And it just calmed my nerves. It's not about me. And I think we have to get over ourselves. Uh, to really take those kingdom assignments that were given because I don't want to look at my maker and explain and make excuses why I wasn't obedient. And I Mm. hope that resonates with you if you're listening and 
feeling a tug or feeling a prompting or feeling a green light. You know, I talk in the book, green light, yellow light, uh, red light. And you'll know when it's confirmed in scripture, when it's confirmed through Holy Spirit and prayer, um, you'll know when you're in a green light situation. I love that. Chapter six is one of my favorites too. And just that squaring it with scripture. And I love the reminder of listening to those lights because we've seen that when we drive our car. So that's something I feel like all of our listeners can really relate to. And that's something I have more... I find myself really listening to. If I'm wrestling with this, God, I don't understand. Why aren't you giving me an answer? That unrest, that lack of peace, he's like, Toy, I am giving you an answer. You just don't want that answer, but that's not what I'm calling you to do. And how he equips us. And that's what I love about your yes. And I find when I go to him and I... I just had something in the last few months and just kind of going to him in prayer before a conversation was going to have. And as I started to start the prayer and I could feel this doubt, he stopped me and said, Toy, I will equip you. Just trust me. And that's what I am watching you do, Donna, and him just work through you in such a beautiful way. And then chapter seven is something that I would say you've really taught me through friendship. And that is the access that we allow others to have to us and protecting that. And I like even in those reflection questions, I was going back through just some of those. And I'd love if you can just touch on that a little bit with those five, like limiting your pings, limit your availability, learn to play tennis, create filters and those yes. four Ds. Ah. Well, it's, it's so important to have boundaries because we teach people how to treat us and we're only given so much time. And if you just say yes, yes, yes to everything, you just will be so stressed out. And when we were talking about red light, yellow light, green light, those of us that are real drivers like you and me, yellow lights drive us crazy. You know, yellow light is wait upon the Lord, oh take gosh. it to the Lord in prayer. Yes. And, and so, um, I, I think you'll really enjoy that, but yeah, understanding that you don't, you can play tennis. You can, um, you don't have to say yes to everything and take it through those filters that I share in the book. So helpful. I oh, had, and uh, I had somebody review it and said, I, I felt like I was being mentored through the whole book because I was learning so much. So that was really neat. Yes. Even before we started this episode, I said each chapter can be an episode because there's yeah. so, it's very rich. And that's what I want all of our listeners to hear. And, and I think too, because when I first read through it, it was different. I was reading it through my phone and now having the book in my hand, it feels so great. The cover is absolutely gorgeous. And then to be able to really unpack each chapter and take some time to reflect and really let it take root. And then that whole ripple effect is just really beautiful. And you know, what are you learning from the early listeners? Cause I'm talking about how I mm -hmm. read it early and you have early listeners to your audible and those that read the book from your early release. What are some of the things you're hearing from them? Very surprised. You know, sometimes when a book is written by a woman, people think that it's for women, but why do we do that? Because when men write a book, I read them, you know, right. And so I'm getting messages from men and women. And then many people kind of put it in a corner. Well, this is a faith-based book for Christians. And the majority of messages that I'm getting people in tears, men and women and teenagers and young people, uh, a friend just listened to the whole audiobook 
on a trip over Easter weekend and back and the whole family got to listen. And so it's, it's for the drifter. It's for the doubter. I'm getting people who've completely dis dismissed Jesus that are just taking notice and mm. really, you know, really thinking about what they believe. It's really causing people to have conversations. And that's what I want. I want people to talk again because we have these stupid rules. Don't talk politics or religion. You know, it's like I learn so much from other people, even if they don't think exactly like me. And if we don't have those conversations, we just live in these um, echo chambers. So it's really bringing a lot of um, exciting emotion. And, you know, I think sometimes people think more about their fantasy football league than they do, you know, what will happen when I die? Where will I go? Is Jesus real? And this, this book just unpacks everything. It's it's not like chapter three. It's not an opinion piece. Uh, it is truth and it can be verified. And that is what's so beautiful. The more technology that we have in the world, the more the evidence is showing that Jesus is real. The Bible is true. And that is so fascinating. Oh, that's so powerful. And I love what you said about connection, because that is that is the Lord's greatest weapon against isolation. And if we can get those conversations happening again, and I love that you said not just men and women, but all ages. I mean, my 11-year-old daughter has heard a lot about this book because I would read different sections to her. And even my son, who's a teenager, I've read different sections to him. And it really is for everyone. And I love the conversations that we can have because we need people talking again. And if we can draw them, what I love most is it is such a magnet to his message. And you've said that. And as I read it, that's exactly what I feel and what I see. And you know, when you talked about the emotion, you shared this really great story with me um, that touched me and just chokes me up about your recording of the audible mm. and your voice. And if, can you yeah. just talk a little bit about that? Because that was that was a powerful moment for you. And even for me as a podcaster, I, I kind of go, wow, the documentation that's happening. But just unpack that a little bit, Donna. Right. I wanted to do the Audible and what author doesn't want to do the Audible of their own book, but I found out from my publisher that I had to do an audition. Oh. So, yeah, I, I had to do an audition for my audio. And Donna was auditioning. <laughs> and so I flew to Seattle uh, to do the Audible three, three and a half days. And Tyler, the technician said, wow, Donna, this is really special. Your great, great, great grandchildren that will never meet you will have this voice. And so I knew that about the book itself, that it would leave an imprint and a legacy, but then the audible, mm -hmm. um, and, and some people that only listen to audibles, if the author, um, does it, I'm, I'm afraid to listen. Isn't that funny? We're just so funny about our own voice, but it went to number one already in Audible for leadership. In fact, the whole book, oh, okay, this is just how amazing God is when, you know, Ephesians 3.20 says, now to him who is about to do immeasurable more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. So when we give God, when we give Jesus the, the driver's seat, give him the wheel, Jesus take the wheel, mm -hmm. and we move over to the, the passenger seat, um, he does these extraordinary things that we can't even imagine. Like here mm -hmm. I am, first time author. And thinking, hmm, I wonder if anyone beyond my friends and family will read this book. <laughs> and it's it's very humbling. 
And uh, for four days before the April 4th launch, it was number one Amazon hot new releases in (laughs) three categories. And within 24 hours, uh, it was number one uh, bestseller, not not new releases, bestseller in Christian leadership and Christian um, growth and something, something. And it crossed over into leadership, um, business, mentoring and coaching, number three bestseller behind um, Ed Milet. And so, you know, and I was so grateful because my 18 year old grandson, Jonah, who I talk about a lot in the book, I teach you a fun lesson called wrong way, Jonah, right? We, we oftentimes take the wrong way when, when God is calling us, we turn into Jonah and run, right? But then (laughs) the rest of the story is Jonah did end up being uh, obedient, right? And so Jonah uh, and his 18, he's 18 and his girlfriend were here for spring break and they got to be here for all the excitement. And on book launch day, the fourth, the publisher was going crazy. We're, we were making sure Amazon's, you know, distribution. I mean, <laughs> it just took off like a rocket. Um, my social media manager also does, um, he represents a lot of musicians. And he said, Donna, in, in the music industry, when a book, when a song just comes out of nowhere, like who's this author or who's this musician? And it just goes into orbit, like nobody saw it coming. He goes, we say that, that, um, that it got wings. And he said, your book got wings. And I said, wow, Charlie, the name of my business of 36 years is Spirit Wings. Uh, and the, the charity is Spirit Wings Kids. Oh. You know, so, so we're, we're, we're just celebrating and just the adrenaline is flowing. And so Thomas said, my husband said, okay, everyone, un- everyone turn off their phones. We're going to dinner. We are just going to relax. <laughs> it was, it was Jonah during dessert. He couldn't take it anymore. He turns his phone on and toy. It's, it was so special. He almost, he had tears in his eyes oh. and he showed us the number one and the 7,000 ranking, you know, out of 40 million books that had already gone to 7,000 ranking oh and goodness. It, to have him experience of that when he's in the book. So off throughout the book and the stories. So, you know, God is amazing. And just like Ephesians three twenty says, our job is to be amazed by him because when we give him the wheel, he yeah. does more than we could ever even yes. imagine immeasurably more or abundantly is another word that I love from Mm -hmm. that verse. That's one of my favorite verses. And we're watching God do that. And just talking about Jonah, I saw a picture of him the other day and I'm like, that is not the, that's not the grandson. I picture he's this grown man, like I know 18, but he's this man. And it's like, how awesome to just, that's the ripple effect, Donna. That's that ripple effect that you're getting to see. But even as someone pointed out, with my podcast, the generations we may never meet that we're getting to doc, like I'm documenting. I have grandkids that will maybe listen to you and me and, and great, great, greats that I will never maybe meet. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think about with your audible. And I'm so glad you did it in your voice because you're my friend and I want to hear your voice. It's very comforting. And I've watched some of the feedback and some people are just like, I want to hear Donna's voice. So like I'm taking Donna on a road trip and they're getting to hear you through this book, just your voice. Well, um, one of the things too, I thought about is just the, the lesson. Like one of the things I love about you is you're such a great learner. And I look at all that you've accomplished. You're still learning. You still are looking just to 
that hunger that you have to, to, to serve more, to love more, to give more. What would you say has been your greatest lesson in this God assignment? I think it's obedience and chapter six opens chapter six is about how Holy spirit mentors us and it's in harmony with scripture. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, chapter six opens with an unbelievable dream and vision that I had in November of 2020. And, that just changed my life forever. I'm not going to talk too much about the dream or the changes that shifted in me, but that vision made me more aware of my purpose. You know, stop being a dilly dally. <laughs> my husband is from Sweden. And the first time I said he was being a dilly dally, he didn't know what that was. So now, now that's one of our favorite words uh, to tease each other with, but I just learned how, how important it is, the Great Commission. You know, we think that it's the pastors and the Sunday church is where we do our faith. And then the rest of the week, we do everything else. That is so backwards. And um, God just really showed me that everything that I've gone through in my life, all the obstacles, you know, in chapter one, you'll read about as a little girl, I didn't have a normal daddy. And so, you know, whatever your story is or struggle or the wilderness times that you've had, he is always there for us and um, learning and growing and, you know, iron sharpens iron. And so mm. everything prepares us for what he is asking us to do. And so my biggest lesson is to be obedient, to go through the yellow light, green light, red light process. There's been times I'll give you an example. I often would, um, somebody would ask a request of me and I'm just like green light go. And then after I get it go I get going, all of a sudden I hear from, from Holy spirit, that was really a red light, you know, <laughs> and he's got to reel me back in. Well, now I'm really trying to discern, um, all those things. And, uh, earlier this year, our profession asked me to lead the ethics committee. Uh, the chair to be the chair of the ethics committee. Yeah. And to me, I thought, well, that is a hot potato and that's not anything I want to do. I'm writing a book. I'm busy. My business, <laughs> my business ex is exploding. You know, the, the book has just been kind of a side fun side project. And I went, I went red light. Now I'm not doing that. Well, guess what God said to me? Green light. Um, this is a green light. I felt the, his hand on the back and pushing me through. And I'm like, no, God, I don't want to do that one. And now that he, that, that I've been obedient, I'm watching the process unfold as to why he's wanted me to make an impact in the integrity of our profession. And so now I understand his red light. Yes. So I'm really, um, you know what, I'm speaking to the choir here because I have to, I have to practice the lessons that are in my book. Oh, always. Often I tell if I'm leading any Bible study, I'm like, listen, don't think because I'm up here, I've arrived. It's because he knows I need it more than probably anyone else in the room. And so isn't it amazing the accountability when you write a book or I feel that vulnerability, even in some of the episodes I've recorded, because I know God's saying, this is the message I want you to share. And it can be uncomfortable, but I know if he's in it and he's calling me to it, I want to obey. I heard a Bible teacher say, um, and I loved this quote about obedience, obedience is not a no, it is actually his best yes. And I thought, wow. And there have been times where I am like 
dragging my feet, even tears. Like, I don't know. And he's like, this is what I need you to do. I'm like, ah, ah. And I look at more of what I may be giving up and my husband will come along. And that's what I love about even going back to chapter seven and who you allow access to you. And I look at our Bible study and how we iron sharpens iron and these ladies that we have around us, but we're not just speaking to ladies here. We're speaking to people and Mm -hmm. who you allow to speak into you. My husband will say very calmly, very kindly, Toy, you're looking at what you're giving up instead of all that you're going to gain. Like, I see God's hand in this. And still, I'm like, I don't know. And when I finally surrender, wow, the freedom, the freedom. And it doesn't mean, and I'm so glad, Donna, when I look at someone of your success, we love to create these stories, don't we? We love to say, oh, well, they have never. Well, they've reached this, so they never experienced that. And I love the personal stories that you share in your book. I mean, I consider you a friend. And reading the book, I I just got so much closer to you and hearing that and watching you push through that and still trusting the Lord. There are musicians that I love to follow. My husband is a a worship pastor, which you know, we've been in ministry. He's been in ministry 25 years. I've been his wife for almost 22. And I was listening to someone the other day and she was talking about after recording this album, which is phenomenal and has done very well, the doubt that came in. And then she thought, what if no one listens? And it was like, wow, Mm-hmm. You think she wrestles with that? So hearing you, it's mm-hmm. such a natural thing. And that's where the enemy likes to get in our head because God's like, Mm-mm-mm. I've got this, I've got you. And our obedience is so important. Yeah. I was having a panic panic attack towards the end of writing thinking, oh my, people are going to read this. And I said that to someone <laughs> and they're like, oh, wait a minute, you're writing a book. And then all of a sudden you're having this panic attack that people are going to read what you wrote. <laughs> but I've, I've said that to authors before and they have, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yes. I had a friend sit across from me at lunch the other day, he and his wife, and he told me, so he was getting ready to launch this book. And I'm like, okay, so you just had a baby. He didn't get it right away. He was like, what? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I've walked with a few authors and you just feel like, whoa, you just birthed this baby and how awesome. And all the feelings that come with that. I remember being a new mom and just the vulnerability of being a new mom, but then what a gift, what a gift. Well, one of the questions I love to ask mentors is, is this where you thought you would be? When you think about where you are now, Donna, is this where you thought you would be? No, I, this is such an incredible journey. Uh, and there were a lot of prophecies over me and this book, uh, quite for quite a while leading up, even before, even before that dream. Um, and even before the Bible study, the vert. So as you know, we have this big Wednesday morning virtual, which is so fun. Um, and it's just been one of my favorite days. Me too. Uh, I had, um, a friend who has the gift of prophecy, call me and she said, I had a dream last night that you were pregnant. And we both laughed about that, of course. <laughs> and she said, so she took it to Holy Spirit. What, what does this mean? And he instructed her to call me and let me know that I was pregnant with something very big. And Sue and I went, what do you think that could be? Is it something in my business? Is it something with the orphanage? Like we were just scratching our heads. We had no idea what it was. And then look what happened. I wow. mean, in the in the introduction, you yes. the, the, it's so funny. I just got my hair done and Dean was telling me that the book was sitting there 
And somebody was reading it while their color was processing. And because the introduction is so captivating and people want to just read it, like he, she wanted to take his book and he said, no, no, here. And he told her how to order it. So um, it really awesome. is captivating. And um, so I just want to encourage the listener you know, we've seen Toy take a step in faith. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> you know, this this book has been quite the the leap. And um, what is God calling you to do? And and just really pray about it. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Confirm it in Scripture. If you have a discipleship around you with your inner circle, uh, pray about it. And confirmation will come when all three. I talk about section two is how we are mentored is threefold, like that three-strand rope. And we're, we're, we're mentored through scripture. We're mentored through Holy Spirit. Remember when Jesus ascended um, after raising from the dead, which mm. nobody's ever done, right? <laughs> um, he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you, but I will send a helper. Yes. So he sent the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. Holy yes. Spirit is God. And so Holy Spirit mentors you and then other people mentor you, you know, your, your pastor, your circle, and, but they're all in harmony. So what I mean by that is the people that you choose to have influence over you, you want that to be in harmony with who you are, your worldview, and having that base of scripture and Holy Spirit, you are naturally going to want mentors in your life that their mentor walks on water too. Mm -hmm. That's something that I, I think is so important and who we allow access to. I keep coming back to that, but mm -hmm. just really consider the source. That's something John would say, even as I was preparing to speak to different audiences or if I was quoting something or he's like, where, where did you hear that? Or, oh, or I'd come to him with something, oh, who, who shared that with you? And he'd always say, consider the source. And even as a mom, if my kids come to me and they tell me something, I'm like, oh, where did you find that information? Or I have to consider the 11-year-old standing in front of me or the 14-year-old yeah. standing in front of me. So I think Well, it look is at so social important. media. Yes. I mean, you're, I talk about the rubber ducky. and, and this I love that age, analogy, Donna. Yes. I mean, you can just feel like you're tossed around in the waves if you're not grounded with an anchor, you can just chase every, you know, rubber duck, like social media, especially, you know, authors or speakers or quotes, like who is that and what is their worldview and, you know, really protecting your access um, to what you fill yourself with, not just yes. reading and watching, but listening and yes. all everything. Well, and I think too, I had a good friend that is just really leaned into the Lord and her faith and walked through something really, really hard. And I'd been walking through the neighborhood and loving on her dogs and getting to know her. And so when she called me, we just, I went right to Jesus in that conversation. And so it's been about, I don't know, two months and then something else has happened. And she called me and I said, okay, stop for a second, take a breath. And she said, I know, but I've been just really like focused on my faith. I said, hold on a second. Just because you're saying yes to the Lord and you're really leaning in doesn't mean that storms aren't going to come, mm. but he is your anchor. And I want to encourage you to cast out this angst that you're feeling. Girl, you are not alone. You have a community around you. And we processed a little bit. I prayed with her, but just to be that for people, to remind them yeah. you're not alone. And I'm going to go through this with you, but we got to go through it. You know, he didn't promise us 
it was going to be easy. He just promised us we'd never be alone. And I love that analogy of the rubber ducky and the anchor. So with your success as a business leader, what would you say is your business advice? You have somebody right now, we have listeners listening that they're feeling the tug, but the boat is warm. They're like, I'm kind of cozy in this boat. And like the disciples, there's some other people warming me up on this boat. What would be your advice to step out and walk on water, right? Well, just like your friend, um, we're not promised a problem-free life. We will have trials. We will sink. You know, think about Peter. When he stepped out of the boat to start walking on water, he had to be very close to Jesus. So he walked for quite a while on water before he started to fear and sunk, right? Because Jesus was right there to grab him. But here's what's interesting. Um, Jesus didn't pick him up. And then yell to the boat, hey, guys, Peter's a loser. Come and get us. You know, or he didn't put Peter on his back and say, oh, poor Peter, you know, you sunk. So I'll carry you the rest of the way. No, you know what he did? He picked them up. Guess what they did next? They walked back to the boat. That's they didn't right. swim back. They didn't ask the boat to come and get them. They, they walked back. And your life will be that way. You will sink he will be there to, mm. to pick you up and he will be there to walk next to you back to that boat. So uh, whatever you're facing, just know that um, that you have it inside of you to do great things. And we underestimate ourselves. Mm. And so use those red light, yellow light, green lights. Um, know that it's not going to be a perfect journey uh, and just... Um, Give him your best show. God is watching. Give him your best show. Oftentimes, I think people believe they're going to be around forever, and we're not promised tomorrow. Mm-mm. And uh, so, just know um, whatever it is that God has put on your heart, just just do it. Step out of the boat. Have the courage. One of my favorite quotes is by Billy Graham: mm-hmm. "Your courage strengthens the spine of others." So when you stand up and be a boat a water walker instead of a boat sitter, you're going to um, strengthen the courage. And I would say that the believers that have been reading my book, uh, there's all different types of people reading the book and it's very inviting for everybody. It's not offensive. Um, uh, They are saying to me, Donna, you have strengthened my courage in my faith. And to me, that is such a compliment because this book is not the answer. This book is a funnel that leads people to scripture, to their faith. And so I just look at my book as a funnel. Hmm. And your obedience, Donna, has just allowed your faith such great reach. Because I think about, as I started this episode, with how you've been one of the biggest fans to the flame for this whole podcast. You helped me name this podcast. You literally (laughs) said in a phone call, I am kicking you out of the boat toy. You're launching this thing. And I needed that boost (laughs) because I, I, God planted the seed, but then I was like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And he's going, yes, toy, yes, toy. But because you said yes, isn't it amazing when we say yes to his best. It gives us this courage to spur others on. And he tells us he wants us to do that. 
And that's with that sweet friendship. You look at Proverbs 27 talks about how sweet friendship like blesses our soul. And I'm so thankful for your yes because mm-hmm. of the courage that you've given others. So as we kind of wrap up, the spirit wings. I love that you talked about that in the beginning. And then that's the name of your foundation. And look at the ripple effect that the proceeds from this book are giving. And even some of the swag we have on, I know you guys can't see us, but we've got some <laughs> spiffy swag, these awesome, soft, wonderful shirts. And all of that is going to fund Spirit Wings Kids. Correct, mm-hmm. Donna? Yes. And, you know, we talked about you helped with the ripple effect and reflection and ripple effect questions at the end of each chapter that can really make it a study. The reflection is important for you to reflect on what you just learned, but the most important is the ripple effect. The people around you, how will they be affected by your worldview, how you see things, how you, you know, operate and step into your um, faith? And so, yeah, the ripple effect uh, for our orphanage, um, you can go to um, uh, www.mentordonnajohnson.com and learn more about Spirit Wings Kids and all the projects. We're going back in July to Uganda uh, and so many great projects happening there. 100% of all the merch there is, is going towards that. And then you can follow me at Instagram and Facebook at Mentor Donna Johnson. And that's how they get the book too, Donna, right? Is that the best is mentor, oh, Donna yeah, Johnson, Amazon, anywhere, Barnes and & Noble. Amazon, anywhere books are sold, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And I, I remember Thomas just sharing some of the, um, just the work that they're doing there in soccer, because we have soccer players in my home and just his emotion and his heart connection and just love all that you guys are doing for others. It's so, so wonderful. So what is the after effect as we wrap up of all of this? Your book, as you mentioned, number one, hot release, hot new release before it even launched, Mm -hmm. which is incredible. And all that's happening now, number one in bestseller in two categories. I mean, it's just God is on the move. So what's happening now? What next? We, we're, <laughs> we're just amazed by an amazing God, and we're uh, in sp- uh, talks with all kinds of major networks, shows. I'm not going to name names, but pretty <laughs> exciting. Um, you know why? This is important right now. Um, in fact, with Mother's Day coming up, there are so many broken families where, uh, you know, I talk about in the book, you know, what does it matter if your coworkers speak at your funeral if your your family's not even there because you're estranged. We all know so many families that are not speaking to each other. And so I believe that this book is bringing conversation back together, bringing, um, bringing people and families back together. So, and I, I just, I just want to meet so many people at my heavenly home that come up and say, I read your book and it got me thinking about Jesus. And here I am today. That's awesome. <laughs> That's my goal. Well, that'd I love be so that. fun. That's a wonderful goal. That's a wonderful goal. So I do have a lot of prayer warriors that listen to this podcast. And how can we be praying for you, Donna? Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I know that the enemy loves to attack those who are really, uh, you know, going to work for Jesus. And so just pray for protection, uh, the full armor, and also for me um, to stay humble. Well, you'll read one of the things that happened in the dream was this word humble and not having a haughty heart. I just, I want to stay in the passenger seat, let Jesus take the wheel. And let him show off, you know, he, mm. he's showing off all the wonder 
uh, that that he truly is. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm so thankful for your yes, because of all the fruit and all the people that are getting to experience just that greatness that is Jesus. He is, when we think about influencers, right? That's kind of that buzzword. Oh, I'm an influencer and being an influencer. He is our greatest influencer. And just the way that this book, this tool is leading people back to him and his message and his love. And so as you say, Donna, what are you waiting for? Will you be a boat sitter or a water walker? And that's what we're saying to all of our listeners today. You know, where are you going to be? You want to stay on the boat? Because we're calling you out on the water with us. (laughs) And as I close, which Donna, thank you so much for your time. Just being here today, just sharing your heart. I'm just so thankful for your friendship. I'm thankful for your prayers for me and for my family and just that we can be in this journey together and really lock arms together and encourage others together because it sure is fun when we can lay it down. When you said we're not promised tomorrow, instead of looking that at looking at that as, oh, I, it has really helped me take off burden, take off weight that I'm not meant to carry today. So I can be more present to the gifts that he's given me right now. I can have two feet on the ground and really soak in the season that I'm currently in. So as we wrap up each episode here on stepping up with toy, I hope and pray that this conversation that you've been listening to today with my great friend Donna Johnson and her book, My Mentor Walks on Water, will just help you better step out of the boat and walk into each day, each week, each month, and each year. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Donna, so much for being here. Thanks for listening to the Stepping Up with Toy podcast. If this episode has encouraged you, please share it with your family and friends. Make sure to subscribe and feel free to reach out to us at steppingupwithtoy at iCloud.com. And most importantly, remember, you are not alone.